Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand. They missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Clefbaum. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Chad. Stoffer joining you along with Brendan Escott. This is Oilers. Now, Brendan, is it a, a special day for somebody from Led Zeppelin? Uh, what's it, going on? There? It certainly might be. Robert Plant turns 71 today, Bob. I bet you there were times in his past he didn't think he was going to. Is he only 71? I thought that was hard to believe, too. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys were, uh, they were massive. Like in the mid-70s, they were uh, huge stars. However, they uh, certainly uh, got crushed at Live Aid in 1985. They hadn't uh, played together for a while and didn't go that well, and they were totally upstaged by two acts, one being Queen and the other being U2. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up in the first half hour of the show, we're going to revisit as we go down our Oilers Now Audio Vault path. Uh, conversation yesterday 
with frankly a uh, oh he was he was relaxed he was engaging we had Brent Sutter in studio the owner general manager head coach of the uh, Red Deer Rebels of course a terrific NHL player himself winner of uh, two Stanley Cups as a full time member of the New York Islanders he's actually with them for third just as he was making the transition to the NHL so we'll hear a comment or two from Brent uh, we're going to talk a bit about something that has dropped uh, involving yes Apolliarvi. The never-ending story that is Yessa Pugliarvi. And uh, speaking of drop, the Alberta Golden Bears have just announced uh, their their 14-player recruiting class for the upcoming season, which, as the former SID of that institution, I would suggest to you is their largest ever. And uh, they got a lot of talent. Like, they got the type of guys that proactive organizations should be potentially looking at as uh, 22, 23-year-old players uh, coming in at, uh, in some cases, at 19. There's actually a, a local area product, Josh Patterson, at the Southside Athletic Club there, uh, that played for the Saskatoon Blades and the Portland Winterhawks. Uh, he is going to forego his 20-year-old year to get school started. Uh, deep class. So we'll briefly hit on some of the players, uh, including a couple names. So in the past, we mentioned uh, Luke Philp, who the Calgary Flames ultimately signed. I'm going to give you a couple more names of guys that could be getting NHL contracts down the road. As uh, maybe organizations need to stop looking at Division Three um, NCAA teams and uh, guys that, uh, you know, can't make the jump to the American Hockey League when there might be a couple players right underneath your own nose uh, that can do that as well. What did Bear Bryant say? Well, he said two things. Actually, he said lots of things. I mentioned yesterday with Brent Sutter that he said the, co- the coach that walks off uh, the bus with the best players is the best coach. And he also said, if you don't know your own backyard, you got no chance. Take it for what it's worth. Uh, it is a Tuesday. And in studio joining us, huge part of the show, Specter and Stoffer, Mark Specter from Sportsnet. Brought to you by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta, reminding you of the new Century Mile Racetrack and Casino open out in Nisku. Uh, we were there on Sunday for the Canadian Derby. It was a kicker bumped in a lot of terrific people during the course of the afternoon. Of course, you can reach us at any time on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Sticks coming to River Cree August 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Hmm. Okay. Uh... You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Heartland Ford is out in Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, it's a big dealership, uh, but it's uh, it, it's kind of like Chicago. Like uh, Chicago's a big league city with Midwest value, and Heartland's got a, a, a big uh, dealership, but they look after you as well when you go out there. So experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. Of course, we're uh, available on Twitter, at Oilers Now, and you can reach me at Bob underscore Stauffer and Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. Again, spec coming in down the pipe at 1235 today. All right. Uh... Nothing I like more than getting daily updates on Yessa Pugliarvi from Finland. I, you know, I didn't realize that I needed to work on my finish. Uh, in a perfect world, maybe Yessa Pugliarvi would have worked uh, a bit more on his English, though I've always professed that maybe he might know a little bit more than he does. We are at the guise of Google Translate. The story here, Brendan, you've... Uh, Pugliarvi looking for a fresh uh, start this summer away from the Edmonton Oilers. He told the Finnish television uh, station that he's hoping uh, to uh, get a top six role with a new team. 
this now this is being translated through Google Translate. Uh, I want a team where I, I get to place I want the first two lines and where I can play 15 minutes per game. Then I can show uh, what I'm going for. That's my main goal from Poliarvi. Uh, Paul Yarvey's agent, Marcus Lato, has maintained throughout the summer that his client's number one priority is to play in the NHL next season, but he has left the door open to playing in Europe if the winger is not traded by the Edmonton Oilers. The 21-year-old admitted uh, that he has struggled with English since making his move to North America. Language has been a challenge with me. I've always been successful. Would it be fun if things went better? Um, okay. So so here's the deal. This show's called Oilers now. I worked for the Oilers Entertainment Group. Uh, I was very protective of Yessi for a large stretch. Um, as a rule of thumb, um, I think most of us come from the world where you support your own. Um, this is a little bit disappointing. Ah, it's a lot disappointing, frankly. I would suggest to you, yes, there's culpability absolutely from an organizational perspective for what's happened in terms of the stagnation of the development with Paul Yarby. But is it me, Brendan? Or is he kind of going about things in a fashion that is pretty much even turning the most staunch Paul Yarby supporters? Again, he's saying, I got to go to a place where I'm going to get a top six role. Can I, can I say something right now? Where does that exist in the NHL? Where does it exist? Where can he just step in? Based on his last 90 games, he has seven goals in the National Hockey League. Where is he going to go and step in and play in the top six in the National Hockey League? Where is that going to occur? You're up. 37 points in 139 NHL games. It's not as if there's been no opportunities, perhaps not in the position or the role that he would have liked, but the entitlement here is what really rubs me the wrong way. That, frankly, Bob, I'm pissed off. You're from that generation that's entitled, Brendan. You're t- and you're mad. You're getting mad at this. Exactly. You don't... I guess if there was just a different approach taken rather than spouting off to the media and and continuing to drive a narrative that can only make sense inside the head of yes. Because nobody in this market at this point, I think, is looking at the situation and saying, you know what, he, I understand, and he does deserve that opportunity. And like you said, there's 30 other GMs in the league that have to be looking at this right now saying, I don't know if I want to deal with that. That's my take. So it's to the point where... He's not, at this stage of the game, he hasn't proven that he can be a top six forward. Does he have the potential to be a top six forward? I'll tell you, a year ago, he had more potential to be a top six forward than right now. Based on the last year, he has, like, a year ago I would have said, well, he could be like Blake Wheeler. And Blake Wheeler just turned out to be a hell of a player, and Jesse was ahead of where Blake Wheeler was for all of the trials and tribulations with the player. He was ahead of where Blake, Blake Wheeler was playing his third year at Minnesota when Jesse was in his, starting his third year pro. Just remember that, okay? But, man, I got to tell you, like, I don't know if he's got delusions of grandeur. Tops, like, if he said top nine playing 15 minutes a game, I could get that. Because you know what? If he came back to the Oilers, where would you slot him? If he was in Edmonton, where would you play him? Where would you play him if he came back? I would play him third line right wing and say, all right, you're going to play 15. Come back. Here, and here's the other thing. What do you think his teammates that you said entitled? If you're Connor McDavid, if you're Leon Dreisettle, you're Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Those guys are really good players, okay? 
two of them might be two of the top ten players in the entire league, right? The one guy is either number one or number two in the league. The other guy, based on his productivity over the last three seasons, is a top ten, based on the productivity, is probably a top ten player. What do you think those guys are thinking? I would take it in a different direction and say, what about those journeymen, bottom six forwards that are fighting for a role? What about a guy like Josh Curry, who has had to fight for everything that he's ever had in his hockey career to this point? And you've got somebody in your organization who has earned absolutely nothing to this point based on his point production, saying that he wants a higher role and and more minutes a game than you, yet you're working harder? Uh, He's buried himself in this room. And and whether that's in Bakersfield to me, Bob, or at the Oilers level, it's bad. I had a prominent NHL coach say to me, the Edmonton Oilers, Dave Tippett is in a way better spot than Todd McClellan's been the last two years. So it's, okay, I'll say this. It's a coach not with a Western Conference team. And he said to me, with Lucic gone, and if the Oilers don't have Paul Yarvey back, the two biggest headaches, when we looked at the Oilers, when we scouted the Oilers, I said, man, how'd you like to deal with that? How'd you like to deal with a guy that was signed to come in and be a top six player that no longer has the ability to be a top six player in Milan Lucic? And I want to preface this by saying the deal can work out for the Flames and it can work out for the Oilers because there's no pressure on Milan to score in Calgary. But there was pressure here for him to score. And for him, he's going to do a role in Calgary. He's going to ease the amount of hacks and whacks on Johnny Goodrow. He's going to protect a guy like Matthew Kachuk. That's going to help. Maybe Sam Bennett doesn't have to fight it because you know what? Milan Lucic still has, a, but he doesn't have to score. And he had to score here. And it was an issue for the Oilers. And Lucic wasn't necessarily happy with his. So he's gone. He's out of the equation. You'll take your chance on James Neal, who, by the way, skating every day with Connor McDavid. Looks pretty good from what I'm told. Okay? From a couple Toronto sources that I have, looks pretty good. Looks like he's reinvigorated. See how he does. How many 20 goal seasons did James Neal? He's got 11 in his career. Okay? Pat Maroon has one. Playing with Connor McDavid, he could get back to twenty goals. Playing with uh, potentially McDavid or Drysaddle or Nugent Hopkins, I would bet against it. Anyhow, that's one headache. Lucic had become a headache for the team. He's out of the picture, and as this coach stated, at this stage of the game, it's almost better off for Edmonton if Paul Yarvey's not around at all. I've had people reach out to me this morning and say, if I was Ken Holland. Unless I get an absolute, it's no longer about an equal return. At this stage, you just better go play in Finland. Go. It's disappointing to see where it's gone. You know, you wanted to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Something was lost in translation. Again, the organization has to, you know, the organization has to accept responsibility. Marcus Lytle, the agent, has to accept some of the responsibility for what's happened here. And the player has to accept responsibility. And what percentage? So if you're one of those 120 to 150 guys that hates on the Oilers all the time, you're going to say it's 60% the Oilers' fault. See, it's just like Yakupov. Except Yakupov washed out of three different NHL teams. Okay? And it's a tough one. Now, the same guys that sit there and crap on the orders for Yakupov and Pugliarby, do they sit there and compliment them for Dreisaitl being better than anybody thought he was going to be? Because, you know what, speaks a bit about the drive. And speaking of Leon, um, I'm hearing training's going well. 
So what I'm hearing on that front. Anyways, the whole situation. The, it, Dave Tippett could be ahead of Todd McClellan, addition by subtraction on two different points here from where Todd started the last two years. Because the organization was counting on Paul Yarby and they were counting on Lucic each the last two years. Right now, it doesn't look like they have to count on either guy. And I don't know if they're trying to squeeze Ken Holland, but Steve Eiserman learned from Ken Holland. And how did Steve Eiserman handle Jonathan Drouin? Just keep that in mind. Very quickly, switching focus. Uh, you see that release that came out from the U of A on their 14, 14 different guys? I, I know you know Brock Berlin. Uh, Dwayne Rollison worked all year with Griffin Outhouse. Those are the two goaltenders the U of A brought in. U of A had six players signed last year off their team. Uh, Luke Phillip got an NHL deal. Uh, Zach Sachenko got a very good AHL deal as a goaltender. Graham Craig got an AHL deal with the Winnipeg organization. Um, they had a couple guys uh, sign over in Europe as well, or over sorry in the KHL. Jason Fram uh, was one of them. Brandon McGee, the other. 14 guys. Two, uh, two forwards, Luke Phillip's older brother, or younger brother, Noah Phillip, and... Uh, Guy named Luke Smith, both big, six foot four, ish, two hundred plus pound centermen, right shots. Those are guys that, if they put the work in and continue to improve as players, get on radar screens at twenty two and twenty three. I mean, the Edmonton Oilers, Pete Shirelli and Craig McTavish, two guys that played college hockey in Boston, went and took flyers on Colin Larkin and Nolan Vesey. They took flyers on them. Those guys got NHL deals. Didn't work out. VC still with the organization. I mean, neither guy made an impact at the AHL level last year. I'd hazard a bet that right now the Bears have got better players than in their system than those two guys right now. That's how deep that team is moving forward. So we'll have uh, Stan Marple on uh, here in the next couple of days. I mean, it's a it's a st- and they got puck moving defensemen. They got lots of guys. They're gonna have a good team. They'll have a better team than last year, despite the caliber of players that they lost. All right, I, I want to get to the Sprint Sutter story because it made me laugh, and I learned something. You learn something new every day. Straight into our Oilers Now audio vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. The things you don't know. I didn't know this. Brent Sutter explained how his involvement in the 1984 Canada Cup team came to fruition. Slats was coaching the team and uh, um, is in 84 and um, I didn't get named to it originally. They named at that point, they only named 30 players and Bill Torrey and Slats were the GMs. Slats was coaching it and Harry Sinden and uh, and I had been training with Brian. Brian had got named to one of the 30 guys and I had trained with Brian through the summer on the lake in his, in his garage and uh, getting him ready and getting me ready for the season and then one morning, and that was the year that Trotch had used his treaty card to join the Americans, and he, and he played for the U.S. instead of Canada that year, and uh, and Trotch had married. I did not did know, know that. I did not yeah. know that yeah. North Trot- American North yeah, American yeah. treaty card. Yeah, okay. So he was free to play to whatever country, and he and he married a girl from Long Island. So he ended up choosing to, and he was named one of the thirty guys. But yeah. he choose he made the decision the day before to go play for, for the, the U.S. 
in the U.S. for the U.S. And uh, so I'm sitting at home, and and my wife and I, we Connie, we'd rented a cabin every year when we went back to to, to uh, Silver Lake during the summer. And <laughs> I got a call from Al Nagelson, and uh, he calls me and said, uh, "I want your money." <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, <laughs> and I didn't know it was Al. And he called me and says, "Hey, I'm just calling to let you know that uh, we're inviting you to come down to our camp in Montreal to the Canada Cup." And I said, I won't tell you what I said. I hung the phone up on him. I'm like, yeah, you got to hung the phone. Yeah. I thought someone <laughs> it was, was two joking. Words. I yeah. thought someone was joking. I hung the phone up. Well, about two minutes later, Bill Torrey called me and says, Brent, that was Al Nagelson. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got a flight booked out for you tonight to get here to, do, uh, oh, to Montreal. So, yeah, so I ended up going to Montreal, and uh, and there was a lot of Oilers and a lot of Islanders. There was, uh, from the Islanders, there was Bossy, uh, myself, Bobby Bourne, John Tonelli. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Den- Dennis wasn't there that year, and uh, and Dennis Potvin, and and then the others, of course, had all their guys there: Gratz and Massenkoff, and Grant and Glenn. Um, Kevin. Wow. So it was like, you know, half or over half the team was Islanders and Oilers. So, yeah, we had to mesh and, uh, so you went and out there drinking. was some scenarios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we went out drinking. Uh, but no, we, uh, uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, we found a way and we, we managed, you know, we got through it. And, and you know what? Winners and professionals will do that, right? Guys that know how to win and champions and you're playing for your country. All right, that's Brent Sutter. We have him in studio once a year. Thanks again to Cam Moon for helping make that possible. Uh, some uh, old school telling stories, uh, uh, storytelling there. One of the biggest, back, see, that's the difference, Brendan, between 1985 or 1984 and today. He rented a cabin in Sylvan Lake in 1984 as a player. And he was a pretty good player. Like, he scored 100 points the next year. Today, that player would own the cabin in Sylvan Lake. All right, when we come back, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12-27 in Edmonton, 2 NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Your clients love the outdoors. Get them the hottest summer gear like branded camping chairs, coolers, and more. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, another restricted free agent. Uh, his agent spoke out. Matthew Kachuk's agent, Don Meehan, said they gave the Calgary Flames their position statement on a new contract back in June. They're saying right now it's not a waiting game. They pitched a fair and relevant offer, and they're continuing to work with the team on getting the restricted free agent signed. Uh, Canucks making it official with general manager Jim Benning this morning. They've inked him for another three years, and that'll kick in after this year. During yesterday's show, the Colorado Avalanche signed former Stars forward Valeri Nikushkin to a one-year contract worth $850,000. He has 74 points in 223 career NHL games. And... Team AJHL, I don't know if many people knew about this, but Team AJHL opened exhibition action in Russia with a 5-2 win this morning at the Junior Club World Cup. So this is an IIHF-sanctioned event featuring eight junior-age club teams from eight different countries. It's hosted in Russia every year. Uh, Rick Swan from Bonneville and Boris Rybalka from Camrose are leading Team AJHL. Rick Swan, a former... uh Alberta Golden Bear played for Claire Drake and a longtime member of the uh, EPS. 12-28 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Mark Spector, Spector and Stoffer coming up when we return after Oilers Now or after a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodoin. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.